Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Security news this week. The biggest DDoS for hire site goes down. By Brian Barrett. Wire tackled the big questions in security this week, starting with maybe the biggest. Why do so many people use Dragon as their password? The answer actually says a lot about the psychology of passwords and how those popular password lists are made in the first place. And there's a whole lot more. Another surprising discovery? Why it makes at least some sense that Atlanta paid $2.6 million to recover from a ransomware attack that had demanded only $52,000. A less surprising one? That MSNBC host Joy Reid is far from the first person to blame hackers for things going awry online. And in the least surprising development of the week, the House Intelligence Committee's report on Russian interference in the 2016 election was more than a little half-baked. As for hacks, well, we've got those too. Security researchers figured out how to turn an Amazon Echo into an eavesdropping device. Although Amazon has since fixed flaws in the system that allowed for it, similarly, hotel rooms around the world are vulnerable to a hack that lets an intruder mimic a hotel's master key and open any door. And technologist Roy Ozzy has a plan to end the encryption debate, or at least shift the focus from technology to policy. Plus there's more. As always, we've rounded up all the news we didn't break or cover in depth this week. And stay safe out there. Europool announced this week that it had shut down webstressor.org, a service that launched distributed denial-of-service attacks, which throws junk traffic at a site or service in an attempt to overwhelm them, for paying customers. The site reportedly had 136,000 registered users and launched was behind as many as 6 million DDoS strikes. Packages cost as little as $19 per month, and members could summon attacks as strong as 350 GBPS. Shutting down webstressor.org won't put much of a dent in DDoS attacks overall, which continue to grow in scale and ingenuity. A new Citizen Lab report finds that NetSweeper, software designed to filter Internet content, has been deployed by at least 10 countries to limit people's access to information. 
That includes, the report says, religious sites in Bahrain and media sites in Yemen, among others. The report also notes that NetSweeper itself offers filtering terms that may be at odds with human rights, including an alternative lifestyles that blocks LGBTQ content. Citizen Lab actually found 30 countries in which NetSweeper was involved, but focused on the 10 where it seemed to be used in violation of human rights. The CIA has a card game that it uses to train analysts. No, it's true. And thanks to a fun FOIA request from Tech Dirt, which revealed the details of the rules with some redactions, you might be able to play it yourself. The site has made a few changes, fixes, and alternative rules to the CIA's version, presumably to make it more fun and functional at parties, and has launched a Kickstarter campaign to fund actual production. It's already raised $44,000 from nearly 1,500 backers at the time of publication, which suggests it'll actually get off the ground. So long, settlers of Catan, there's a new federal spy apparatus-inspired game in town. While minors rightly have more privacy safeguards online than adults, or are supposed to, anyway, thanks to a law called COPPA, they're still vulnerable to all kinds of digital maladies, including identity theft. Javelin Strategy and Research this week reported that over a million kids in the U.S. had suffered identity theft in 2017, leading to a $2.6 billion in losses. As Fortune notes, the identity of someone 17 or under has more value on the black market since they're essentially a clean slate, meaning credit card scams and more can go undetected for years. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.